Okay, welcome to Paranormally Blonde. Uh, this is a pre-recorded show for yeah. the Memorial Day weekend, so, but you are here with Sarah V and Didi uh, right here on the X, your new mainstream. Uh, kind of different, right, Didi? Like we yeah. were kind of lonely over without our I know <laughs> without our little chat going, but we didn't want to miss, and we didn't necessarily want to give you a repeat of an old show. So we're going to come yeah. at you with. Uh, America, our, our American, American favorite hauntings. And we asked um, a, a handful of our favorite guests from the past to weigh in on what their favorite hauntings in America were, um, or one of them anyways, that they could yeah. pick. And, and we asked them five questions. So we're going to go over a little presentation. Um, but before we do that, so last week we got to speak to Wes um, from COPS, Correctional Officer Paranormal Society. And it was a very interesting chat. I thought about like, you know, here he is this correctional officer, corrections officer, I guess would be the pro appropriate or right term. Right. Um, and then to go in, you know, as that is his career and to go and investigate prisons and jails, it's very interesting. It is. It made me, I actually thought of a question earlier and I was like, damn, what I should have asked him is that yeah. I wondered, has he ever thought about, and are they even allowed to yeah. have like a paranormal group within the jail. Cause I mean, I think they have all like different programs, oh, you know, that yeah. they do like, that would be a fun group. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know, I think he mentioned that he felt most of the hauntings in the prisons yeah. were residual opposed to uh, intelligence. So, yeah. you know, I don't know how you guys all felt about that, but you know, he's, he's in there. And plus very interesting that, you know, he's in a, I believe he used the term medium, security yeah. prison system. So he doesn't have that same sort of uh, maybe angst of being behind bars, right? Like they kind of have a little bit of freedom, right? Little uh, uh, more ways to expel maybe some of that energy. So I think he said they play baseball and right. They have all, sorts all, they have all of time. Of <laughs> yeah. Like, what so, do I have to do to get in? <laughs> that's right. That's a good, it's called a vacation, right? So not the same, but it was very interesting conversation and um, it was great to finally meet him after so many years of knowing that he was on our radar. And so um, that was a good show. So I hope you guys caught it. If you didn't, you can catch it either on a replay on Paranormally Blonde YouTube, or you can go back to the uh, KUNX YouTube and check it out. Um, so even though we're recording, we're still going to ask our random question of the day because that's sure. an important, that's an important start to our show. So it is. That, right. <laughs> Hopefully it's a good one. It's kind of, but it is kind of weird not having anybody. It's like, Oh, there's, there's I know it's very strange. I keep looking over at the comments, but there aren't any. There's no comments. Don't even have that. Was the same. Sorry, I had the same question. Do you guys um, have to comment after the show? When that's right. Hopefully, you guys do comment. Hopefully, you guys do comment. So, the question today is What is something that everyone looks stupid doing? <laughs> what is something that everyone looks stupid doing? What hmm. is something everybody looks stupid doing? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. I mean, These are you know, hard the questions. Word, they are hard questions. You know what kind of came to my mind right away? And, and it's not necessarily that we look stupid, but it's just weird driving to me. Like we're just sitting there. Yeah. And, you know, when you look over, I mean, you're just sitting there. It, it, yeah. it looks kind of stupid. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> it is a hard question. Yeah. I can't think of anything. Yeah. Eating? Do we look stupid eating? Let's see. Sometimes. I'm just trying to think. Yeah. I've been right? told that like when I'm really hungry, like you just see yeah. like my hair over <laughs> and I'm like in the bowl. <laughs> yeah. You're like bent over and you're just, yeah. 
but I don't know. I mean, that's just, see, I don't like to, I don't like to give anybody crap for eating because that's like my favorite activity. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So American, we were like trying to come up with like, what would be a really good Memorial Day show and what better way to honor the United States than kind of pick like our favorite hauntings or location, haunted locations right here in the United States. And um, so we, we just, we kind of were like right away, like, bam, 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 let's pick some people that we love to talk to who would answer. And, and they were willing to do it and send yeah. us pictures and, and uh, answer the questions. And I thought it was, it was kind of fun and kind of a cool way to go. Now I, there are places I want to go. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was, it was fun to do and interesting to read what, you know, yeah. what they had to say because it was stuff. And I we didn't, didn't yeah, we didn't share, by the way. So like yeah. we, we split everybody up. So I don't know what Dee Dee picked for hers. We didn't share any of that stuff. So um, it's going to we're going to share what we did. We each took on uh, three people plus ourselves and made slides. So, you know, you're going to you're going to see the differences there. And then like, I don't know, like, you know, I, I was I was maybe I think I was shocked at a couple of the locations that were chosen. It's like, wow, okay. Like, I don't know. Did I not, like, did they talk about that on the show? I'm going to have to go back and see. Like, did right. they talk about these locations? I'm not even sure. Um, okay. So we're going to just get started here. So we'll go over the slides here. We're going to start with Dee Dee's. Okay. And I'm going to oh. do, how about this? Is this better? Is that Yeah, your... except that's the very end. <laughs> oh, okay. I wait. wonder why it's at the end. Okay, here we'll do this. Okay. Oh, do you want me to go? Do you want me to keep going? Do you want me to start with? Do you want me to start with? I yours? would go with number one. Like, do you want me to go like this way? Yeah, go all the way to number one. Right there. there. Yeah. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna move us off though, so oh, we yeah. can see all our answers. <laughs> okay. So I got Dr. Molnar, haunted okay. MD. And the question was, and by the way, Sarah came up with all these questions. So I want her to get credit for that. <laughs> um, it was, what location have you investigated in the United States that was your favorite? And he said, it's hard to say there's so many, which I think is probably true to all of us. Yes. Um, yes. But he said, locally, probably is the Swana, how do you say that? Swanahona um, on I... Afton Mountain by Charlottesville, Virginia. Ooh. And two reasons the location stood out as a favorite was first consistent interaction with what seems to be the same spirits. Second, just an amazing place architecturally and historically it calls out to you. Ooh. <clears throat> and then he said, did you feel the haunting was intelligent or residual? And he says intelligent and they remember you being there before. Ooh. Now I've never heard of this location. Have you ever heard of this location? No. Mm -mm. The I'm gonna have to look it up. Charlotte, Charlottesville, Virginia. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, that's why I feel like there's so much to go check out on the East coast. I just haven't been, yeah. you know, it's, you hear of the big ones, right? You, right. You know, same you, ones. Yeah. Oh, you know, the Ohio reformer, like I, I get it. There's some great big locations, but it, this is what's interesting to me. I mean, there's so much to explore. There's so much to explore. We're not even we're not even close to being. Oh, we'll take the rest of our lives to try to see all these locations. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's kind of crazy. Okay. So let's see. And so then how many times have you investigate a location? And he said multiple times. So, you know, he really likes it. Yeah. And then yeah. would you own or share this location with other investigators? And I thought this was interesting. He said, yes, about owning it and yeah. maybe limited investigations, which I thought oh. was interesting. I wonder if that's because, is that because he 
feels the location is intelligent and remembers that you've been there before. So you wouldn't almost want to, you know, like overwhelm it with just constant yeah. investigations. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That makes I mean, sense to me that you're not wanting to aggravate the spirits. Yeah. Yeah. I Which mean, maybe that's, that's what makes some locations <laughs> start to get volatile, you know? It Well, and right. And, and then you think about, you know, when you kind of open it up and, and you get all types to go in and investigate. And that's great. That's what this is all about. We're all different. We all do it very personally. But do you get those people that maybe bring a darker element to it? And then it's not necessarily that the location is dark, but you just start dumping off that energy and it just turns it into a whole different place. So I'm going to have, so. I, this is going to be a location, I think, after the show that I actually go back and do a little Googling. And, look it uh, up. Yeah. Yeah. Look it up because I've never heard this before. That is yeah. very interesting. Okay. So next slide. Okay. It's Chris Subner. And so again, what location is your favorite in the United States? And she said the Ma. Barker House in Oh Boy. How do you say that? Oklahoma, Florida. It was the sure. site of the 1935 <laughs> shootout between Ma and Fred Barker, two members of the Barker Carpus gang and agents from the FBI. Yeah, and she's then, got a great episode. Like yeah. if you guys go to Soul Sisters Paranormal, she this is like by this is sort of close to I believe her hometown in Florida. Yeah. And uh she is definitely a huge Ma Barker aficionado and she's got all sorts of information. And I believe there was I I feel like like maybe they sort of were the investigators of choice to be at that location, right? Like I feel I'm like they've sure, done she was a docent there. there too. But yeah. I did watch that episode, and it's really good. I yeah. also highly recommend go checking out her YouTube and watching it. Yeah, very interesting. Let's see. Two reasons the location stood out to you as a favorite. We've always loved the history of this house. So to be able to tell its story and conduct an investigation there was amazing and amazing experience. And it says we were the first paranormal investigative team mm. allowed to investigate this location. I remember her saying that. Yeah. yeah. We captured some incredible unexplained evidence of the paranormal in a house over which we had complete control. We positively ruled out environmental factors and explanation and oh, explanations. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. And you know, you know, Dr. Sumner is on it. Like she, is, right. she will go through that stuff like nobody's business. Yeah. I love this. Uh, there's a picture here for people who are listening of uh, a rocking chair that has the two bullet holes in it, which I love the oh. fact that there's an actual, a lot of these yeah. places you go in, it's got new furniture or it's been mm -hmm. redone. It's not the original stuff, but that is yeah. like an original chair with bullet holes in it. So I would yeah. totally sit in it. <laughs> well, and you know that you're right. That is, it's something that's authentic to the location yeah. instead of them. Because a lot of location owners will go to antique stores and or right. um, uh, like bazaars and get pieces that look time period-esque, right? right? And yeah. then it's like, it, but it doesn't mean anything to the location, so. No, yeah, they, that's how the Cosmopolitan is in Old Town San Diego. It's all oh. authentic to the time, but not authentic to like the building and the family. Yeah. I think there's like a couple of pieces that are. Right. So you're not like sleeping in somebody's bed that they actually slept in or anything <laughs> yeah. like that. Of course, right. I've seen the beds from the 1800s. You probably yeah. don't want to. <laughs> probably don't want those. Yeah, probably not. No, no. Um, <laughs> let's see. So she said, "Do uh, did you feel the haunting was intelligent or residual? And she basically said both. And she said okay. on the residual, we captured EVP voices and sounds in the kill room that we believe were residual. Okay. 
And then how many times you've been, how many times have you investigated locations? She said three as an investigator, but I was also a docent there for several months. So I was in and out of the house alone on numerous Ooh. occasions and would hear and see things that I cannot explain. So I almost think it'd be better to be a docent and work in a haunted yeah. place because you'd get yeah. all these experiences just from being there daily, you know? Yeah. You're just there. You're just, yeah. you're, you're absorbed into that. Yeah. Whole you're location. part of it. Yeah. You're part of it. Yeah. And I would think the spirits, the more they get to know you, probably the more comfortable they are. That makes sense yeah. to me, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Let's see, would you own this location? Absolutely. Would you allow other investigators? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she, I think she would be, and she would be great to, I think, well, she is a location owner, right? right? So, yeah. you know, she's, she's totally, to me, I could totally see her just being amazing with the mob or her house. And, oh, you know, definitely. yeah, she definitely has deep love for that. I love that yeah. very much. Um, okay. Our next person. Brett Karstens. Let's see. Uh, his favorite investigation was when I got to camp at the edge of Skinwalker Ranch, Ooh. which I thought was really interesting. And I'm sure yeah. he has a YouTube channel, so I'm sure he yeah. must have a video with this. Yes. I almost feel like I've seen it, but I'm going to go back and make sure yeah. that I have. And two reasons this location stood out to you as a favorite. This location stood out because I got special access to do it. And it's such an infamous spot drawing mm -hmm. such attention. I was also scared to go there with its yeah. background and history, which I thought was interesting too. Cause I don't, he doesn't strike me as somebody who's fearful, you know? Right. Right. No. Uh, and then the fact that he got special access is so cool. <laughs> we need to have, we're going to have a, have him back on, I think. Um, yeah. Just to go over Skinwalker Ranch, because that's yeah. something we've never really spoken about. Right. I would love to have him on and yeah. talk about that again. Uh, see, did you feel the haunting was intelligent or residual? The hauntings and everything there was intelligent. I'm thinking that residual is about the viewer's psychic perception, which I thought was so interesting. Yeah, that is really interesting. Huh. Well, so I get to read and, that twice and think about it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, and that's what I was just thank you. That's what I was actually just kind of doing because. Hmm. And, you know, that's Brett Karstens is a he's the haunted medium. I mean, this yeah. this is something that he's, you know, he's very good at. And that's a very interesting. I, I, I actually like that response. Yeah, that's very interesting. All right. Let's go on to his next slide here. How many times you've investigated location? I've only been able to investigate once, but I'm going back if they're able to take me. I love all his little pictures too. If you yeah. guys go back and, and catch this on YouTube, you'll see the, the pictures that um, each person sent us. Uh, would you own and share this location with other investigators? I think I'm too practical to give a good answer for this place, but let's say it's another favorite spot. The Queen Mary, I'd own it and share it, probably <laughs> giving deeper access. Yeah. The more serious the investigator, like you want to do it for real, I'll close down the area so it's controlled for you, which I loved. And I love the Queen Mary. So I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, probably another thing that's good about sort of how he's answering that is that, you know, Skinwalker, the reputation of Skinwalker Ranch, right? And, and all that's sort of involved. I mean, we're not just talking ghost stories, right? We're yeah. talking it, the gamut. So you know, to open that up to just the public. Yeah. That, that'd probably be a pretty big undertaking and looking at his pictures. And I do hope you guys, if you know, 
go back and if you're listening on a podcast, catch the YouTube because I don't know if I'd want to necessarily camp out in the desert. It looks like that. pretty desolate. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty desolate. And I mean, you think about the stories of the UFOs and anything else that goes on there. Like, would yeah. you really just want to be in a tent? Not that a house no. is going to save you, but like right. at least there's a sense of security there. Like, I don't know if a yeah. tent would be enough for me. Yeah, those beam you up with the tent. Yeah, you and the yeah, tent. <laughs> yeah. And it looks like, is that a motorcycle I see? There? Yeah, he always yeah. rides his, if you follow his channel, um, he goes on his motorcycle and they go to all these haunted locations. And oh. he's a medium, he'll talk to the spirits and he'll actually mm -hmm. put in the video what he hears them saying. Oh, that's really, yeah, he's such a nice guy. We got to get him back because yeah, yeah Skinwalker definitely, that that's probably a, a show and an after party, right? Like that's, there's yeah. some big questions there. I And I'm really curious, like, why did he gain access? I wonder who right? took him yeah, and why. Yeah, how did he manage that? Yeah, because I, I, it seems like it's not an easy, an easy place to get into. Mm -mm. That would be my opinion, but um okay and then we have dd slides so my well i mean i have several but my favorite is mm -hmm. uh the hotel apache at binions mm -hmm. and two reasons it stood out to me is the picture i took mm -hmm. that captured a manifesting apparition wearing a suit and when i returned to do an investigation i asked about the spirit who told the name was clark which made it so compelling to me which is true i mean yeah. that's the first time where i've gotten like confirmation of something else that I've done. And so it, it, it makes me want to go back and continue, yeah. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Cause other locations I've gone to a couple of times and I'm like, yeah, I've done it. And you know, but it wasn't enough to keep me. So yeah. Plus you, it's almost like finding a stray and you named it. So now it's very personal to you, right? right. Like Clark <laughs> is now very personal. I mean, everybody, if you follow the blends, you know, like Clark is somebody that everybody so yeah. he's like our friend. He's he's in the circle. Yeah. So now it's personal. Yeah. It says, do did you feel the hauntings were intelligent or residual? Um, I, I said, I'm not sure, um, mm -hmm. but it has more energy than any other place I've investigated. I feel getting the EVP Clark is intelligent and I'm sure it has both. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure most places have both. If, I think if it has an intelligent haunting, it must right. always have a residual somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, it, you know, one of the reasons why I sort of changed or not changed. Why I asked that question to be either or is because I think it is very interesting. I, you know, I always kind of like to see how people where they where they lean, right? Like because really we really don't know and I think Wes sort of touched on that like you can ask a question but did it just did the answer just come up right for that time that it felt yeah. intelligent but it was just a residual response? We right. Don't know, right. Yeah. Well, I guess if you're going to go on that theory, because that could I mean, I think about that, too, even with cards and stuff, yeah. reading tarot cards. Are you just making it fit or does it fit? Does it fit? <laughs> or right. are you reading it wrong? You know, I mean, it could be yeah. lots of things. That's right. But, um, I don't know where I was going to go with that, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Have you investigated it more than once? Yes, two times. The first time I got the picture, I was just checking out the location since I heard it was haunted. And the mm -hmm. second was a longer investigation where I had several experiences, tried to debunk the photo, which I could not, mm -hmm. and got confirmation on a name. And if anybody doesn't know, I went back with the same cell phone, mm -hmm. camera, cell phone, mm -hmm. and I, we went in and we I lined myself up. I took like 100 pictures so I could mm -hmm. line myself up exactly with how that light, because maybe it was a lighting trick yeah. or something. Yeah. And I could not recreate it. Nothing. Nothing. I could not. Yeah. I really tried. So yeah. 
that made it even more interesting to me because I was yeah. like, you know, sometimes you take a picture and you're like, oh, it's something. And then you never go back and you don't really know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. If you could own this location, would you? And would you keep it open for other investigators to explore? I said, yes, I would love to. I would definitely have others investigate, especially with the hope of seeing Clark again. Because I'm always yeah. hoping. I always Google Binion's, but I yeah. haven't seen anything. So. So if somebody is goes back after listening to the show and they go to the YouTube or whatever, if you're looking, let's just clarify in the picture. There is a picture here of Dee Dee and then she's she's got it written on the picture, Clark. And there is a gentleman standing there. I just don't want anybody to think that that's Clark. That's Clark. <laughs> that's part of the, the ghost hunting team that um, they're called EVP Paranormal and they were in Las Vegas, probably okay. still are. Um, and they, I was on their ghost hunt and it was on Halloween. Okay. And, uh, so, but we did the video together and he gave me permission to use the video since it was my video, but he was in it. Yeah. And then, yeah. um, if you go to the illusions from the side of the road, uh, YouTube, you'll see the video in its entirety where I ask, um, who was the apparition I took a photo of and the name mm -hmm. Clark came up, which that's very interesting. Yeah. Like that, that is very interesting. And yeah, just, just because in the picture he's cut off, but you see, see a shadowy like figure, just so you know, <laughs> that is a living person. That is, we are not <laughs> suggesting that is Clark. It's just, yeah. I just wanted to make that clear because you know, somebody <laughs> might say something and we'll be like, yep, no, yeah. uh, it's a person. Um, okay. So yeah, let's... there goes Dee, Dee with her perception <laughs> pictures again. <laughs> right. You're just, you're, 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 uh, you're changing it up on people. They're like, what the hell? Okay. <laughs> um, so I reached out to Rob from Get Haunted. He's always been so helpful. And so we asked Rob, what was your favorite U.S. location? And he said his, my absolute favorite is probably Missouri State Penitentiary. Um, after the nights there, it's been proven to be a paranormal playground. Uh, you just never know what to expect. Um, and what were the reasons this location stood out to you. He said, my paranormal experiences um, ranged from mild to extreme. I've experienced everything from incredible balls of light to full, full blown shadow figures. Wow. The staff at MSP are some of the finest people you will ever get to spend time with. They are truly special folks who care deeply about the behemoth penitentiary that they take care of, you know, wow. and again, I've never really been interested in jails or prisons, but you know, they, they are becoming a little bit more interesting. Yeah. They're just so big. And he used that word behemoth. So, you yeah. know, it's, it's big, right? Um, did you feel the hauntings were intelligent or residual? Rob says, I believe it's a combination at MSP. I have recorded some very intelligent responses while other experiences, personal and guests tend to lead me to a residual residual conclusions. These words are hard to say after a while. Uh, <laughs> figures walking into cells and et cetera. So, yeah, and I get that, right? Like that would make sense. Like, yeah you know, watching a shadow figure walk in and out, that's probably more of a residual. Right, because it's not I responding to him, yeah. Right, right. So, um, and he shared a picture that he took of the fronts of these places are always so grand. Yeah. And, you know, a little a little ominous there. And it, you know. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't want to be arriving as a guest. <laughs> no, no. Um, have you investigated it more than once? He says dozens of times. He's huh. an event uh, paranormal event person. So, uh, if you could own this location, would you, and would you keep it open? Yes to both. It is truly a national treasure. If you ask me the history and the paranormal here should remain on display for the world to see. Um, mm -hmm. he has, uh, a picture of him at the front of it, but he also has a photo from somebody. I don't know if she is 
I should have probably asked him that if Jenny is somebody that works there or if she was part of the event. Um, but it's one of her photos and she is credited for it. And it looks like a shadow figure mm -hmm. um, at the end of the hallway. Yeah. And yeah, that would be that would be a little crazy to me. Yeah. Like that's a little that's a lot like I don't know, like and maybe that maybe I don't maybe I'm not attracted to the prison situation because it would be rather ominous. And then you're thinking the people that were there were not good people. So right. do, do I, I mean, want... even if they were good people after being there for a certain amount of time, <laughs> you would become a really jaded, right. You know, not friendly, right. Depressed yeah. or whatever person. So yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, we know I we're not, we're not rehabbing them. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons I think I haven't done jails either is because I feel like it's just a negative. But then after hearing Chris and Miranda talk about theirs, yeah. it mm -hmm. doesn't sound like it's, it, you know, I think it depends. And it probably depends on your mindset going into it. So if we Maybe, feel yeah. this way, you know, perhaps what we would need to do is probably own our own sort of power or strength to go in there and be like, this is just what it is. And yeah. these were the souls that were left behind. So, you know, you're yeah. safe and, you know, because yes, you know, Chris and Miranda are there daily. Yeah. <laughs> and you still talk to them. They're good. They're, right. You know, they're, but you know, I, it is a smaller jail. So I don't know if, does that make a difference? I bet you it does because it's yeah. more personal. If you think about <clears throat> the people who were running the jail back in the time, they know every single person's name, yeah. but probably in really large prisons, they probably don't. You're just a number. They don't even know who you are. Yeah. You, you know? would have to probably be that infamous criminal, right? Like, right. Yeah. They know like some. A, yeah. Yeah. Like you'd have to be that Al Capone or you'd have to be that guy that was constantly causing problems. At, right. <laughs> you know, in the jail or the prison to be right. well known. So I'm not quite sure there, but so that was Rob's from Get Haunted. Um, So the uh, Missouri State Penitentiary, that's, that's a, uh, and you can do Jefferson City Prison tours. I, I don't, I, I put a link up here, not that you guys can click it, but um, I put a link <laughs> up here because, you know, I don't know. I mean, these, these are pretty, I, these are, again, I, you would think being in paranormal, right? I just never really heard of this place before. Yeah. I'm drawn to it though. Looking at that, yeah. the third picture there where they yeah. show the front of the building. Yeah. I totally want to go in there and I want to go like on the third and fourth floor. That's what uh -oh. I'm drawn to. Uh-oh. We're going to have to do a prison tour. Dee Dee's, the blonde, the blonde. The blondes go to tour. prison. <laughs> the blondes go to prison. Uh-oh. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, okay. So well, I, I, these are, I should have put mine last. I, I, uh, did not do that. I meant to put mine last, but um, so anyways, this is the VP paranormal. This is my team. Um, and so um, I chose what my favorite location in the United States without even having to think it's the iron Island museum in the Lovejoy district of Buffalo, hands down, love that location. Yeah. Um, what stood out. My first reason for this location is the owner. Linda does amazing things for our fallen soldiers and veterans. Her location has a piece of memorabilia from every war America has participated in. Oh. And the second reason is the location holds this amazing history from the Lovejoy district that is still loved by the community, which may explain why that location stays active. I mean, this location was a church first. And so it, mm -hmm. it's called Iron Island because it is surrounded by railroad tracks. 
Wow. Okay. And it's, you know, it's where, you know, a lot of the immigrants kind of gathered and and started their communities. And so this was a church and then it became a funeral home. Um, And Linda, the location owner, her brother passed away at a very young age and he actually was at this funeral home. So it's, it's got, it's got a place in her heart. You know, she's, she loves this location. Um, And, you know, And then with all the memorabilia, like the community really stands behind her on this location. And, you know, you almost feel like it knows, it knows it is loved. And so, you know, it, every time I've gone, (laughs) you just get, you know, you just get something different every time. Um, Did I feel these were intelligent or residual? Mm -hmm. I think because Iron Island was a church historically, then became a funeral home. And now this amazing museum, it has both intelligent and residual. I've been lucky as an investigator to capture some of the best evidence from this smaller space, from voices to music being chosen on a shack hack, the original spirit box. Um, That Mm -hmm. was perfect time period, song and theme. So I think it's almost like, and, and you know, we've had, I think who, so, I know portals to, I, I can't remember if it was, I know Chip Coffee's been there. I don't remember if it was Ghost Adventures or Ghost Hunters um, that did a show there, but they have been featured on several of the shows. And, you know, it just feels like there is some intelligence. I've had some kind of interesting uh, K2 work that has happened there where they, the BP lighty uppy ones have gone off. (laughs) And when I've approached them and said, can you stop? It stopped. And I said, so if I could just know that you are interacting with me, can you make them go off again? And they went off on command. So, you know, that felt a little, um, that felt a little intelligent to me, but I think there were some voices um, that we've captured on EVP that probably were more residual. I do know I, one of my favorite recordings and I need to dig this one out. I was up in the attic and uh, I was with two other investigators and you hear me talking to them. It's a, it's a husband and a wife and you hear me talking to them. And I, you know, as we're just doing some, whatever, I, EVP work, but kind of walking around the attic. And I think I said something like, wow, I wonder like something about being trapped up there. And yeah. cause it was so hot. And um, there is a voice on my recorder that says that's too personal. Huh? So interesting. Yeah. I don't know if, if, if they just didn't want me to understand why they were up there because it was too personal or if I I don't know, but so, you know, and then some of it just feels like you're just probably replaying maybe, um, maybe with some of the military stuff could be a little bit more residual, right? Like maybe if we were getting any responses from some of the uniforms and stuff, maybe that was a little more. Um, Mm -hmm. Have I investigated more than once? Mm -hmm. Yep. We have investigated this location several times. It's close. um, It is in close proximity to my sister who is my teammate. Um, So we not only love the Iron Island, but the owner and it just, we will contribute to her cause anytime we can. So if it's not an expensive evening, it's a smaller location, but that money goes to help. And she's constantly reaching out. She does um, do a lot of work for soldiers that do not have headstones that she makes sure that every fallen soldier gets their flag and headstone. So um, yeah, I just love everything that she does. If you could own this location, would you? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to own this amazing location, the history that Linda has lovingly collected and her personal drive to give back to our soldiers past and living is an inspiration. I would invite all investigators to come spend at least one night with our American history. If you tell the right jokes, they join in. And that is very true. One night we were in the military room and I have a picture up of that. 
Um, and we were with my nephew and his, his, one of his best friends, and we were just sitting in the circle of chairs and, you know, it gets to be long, boring a little bit, right? He gets the night kind of is winding down and you're kind of yeah. exhausted. And so, um, we were just telling kind of like dirty jokes, maybe less appropriate <laughs> jokes. Uh, and every time we told, well, I shouldn't say we, every time Andy, my nephew's best friend would tell these inappropriate jokes those K2 meters would go off. Wow. Huh. So yeah. And we were right there. So we're like, you know, this probably was the kind of humor they had when they were sure yeah. off the war trying to keep their sanity. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Iron Island, it's one of my favorite locations. I, I highly, if you're in or around Buffalo, I highly suggest if, you know, you can get out there to definitely book your night with Linda. It's, it's just a great location, hands down. Um, okay. Next I got a, uh, Miranda, ghost biker exploration. Um, so we asked her, what's your favorite United States location? And she said, this is a tough one, but I would have to say that the Grand Old Lady Hotel in Balsam, North Carolina is one of my favorite locations. It's She's got beautiful pictures. These are her pictures. She's a photographer on top of being creative and everything else and a, a yeah. biker and a ghost you know, investigator. She does beautiful photography. Yeah. Um, what two reasons stood out to you? And she said, A, the location is a functioning hotel for eight months out of the year. But during the closed months, you can investigate the entire location, which... I mean, when you look at this picture of this hotel, wouldn't you love just to have a whole oh, yeah. night in this place, right? Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Um, and she said, B, the hotel embraces their haunted reputation and the rooms with documented activity each have welcome signs hanging over their doors. I nice. love that. that They, they lead love... you where to go. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, they did an episode with this too. You can see that online, her and um, Chris. Chris. Yep. They, yeah, they absolutely. have that investigation online. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she said, did you feel, or I said, did you feel the hauntings were intelligent or in, uh, intellectual, intelligent <laughs> or residual? Blah, blah. Uh, Miranda, the hauntings I experienced were both intelligent and residual. And, you know, again, I guess really when you think of that question, you know, if you're really there and you're investigating it more than once, you're probably more than likely going to get both. Yeah. How can you not? Right. Like, yeah. how can you not? Um, have you investigated it more than once? was there for an entire weekend. The first night I was there by myself to conduct a solo investigation. And on my second night, she collaborated with Soul Sisters Paranormal. I would love to go back, but unfortunately the hotel didn't survive the pandemic. Um, so closure, yeah, the, the pandemic closure and it didn't open back up. That is Aww, beyond heartbreaking. Heart. Yeah. yeah. That that's a very sad side effect that, um, you know, we often don't, yeah, we don't realize like these are things you can't necessarily give back. And, yeah. you know, it's it's a tough it's a tough call. But that is, you know, these these locations, you know, this isn't right in the heart of a big city. So, you know, these poor locations and this was a working hotel. So yeah. this was not just for funsies as far right. as investigating, you know, so that yeah. that is it is heartbreaking. Um, if you could own it, would you, and keep it open for other investigators? Miranda says, absolutely. I believe this location holds a lot of potential for paranormal and non-paranormal events. The history itself is unique and interesting. I would definitely keep it open for other investigators to explore and enjoy. It truly is a hid hidden gem in the paranormal community. Um, yeah, I mean, this location looks really cool. And, you know, if you know anything about Miranda, you know, the cool things she does, you know, she does these things by herself. Yeah. <laughs> She's not a team. <laughs> She's, yeah. 
she's a lone wolf and she's in there and that's a big location. It is. That's I mean, you big, don't know who's creeping around in there. <laughs> that's a big location. And yeah, I think there was a couple stories in there that, you know, when they were sleeping, like, you know, it's like, who's that at the door? You know, that's, that's a, that's a, you know, somebody's outside your hotel door. That's a little unnerving. Yeah. Was yeah. there somebody outside their hotel door? <laughs> not living. Like living or dead? No, not living. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> you know, you just me, yeah. like, and I think that's the thing about sleeping in some of these locations, you know, you, you kind of settle in and, but that's when you're the most vulnerable, right? We talked yeah. about that with your dream interpretation too. Like, you know, this is yeah. when you're the most vulnerable and you're relaxing and you're and you're like, what was that? <laughs> what was that? Um, I did the same thing at post town with, with the ladies, with Miranda and Chris and Jen, like, you know, it's what, four or five o'clock in the morning. We decide yeah. we're going to go to bed. We're all sleeping in one giant classroom together. And they were all, I think they are just so used to it. They just go right to sleep. Right. You right. Know? And, and I was starting to doze off and it literally sounded like somebody threw a chair right out. I mean, like a, a, a metal student chair yeah. right outside our door. And I was just well, like, I don't even care. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and lay right here and just pretend I didn't hear that. But, yeah. Ooh, it was trying to lure you out in the hall. It's like everyone else is asleep. Come out to play. Yeah. Somebody Ooh. was, and I wasn't going to check it out because yeah. I was like, you know, it's a big school. And I yeah. just wasn't. Yeah. I was just like, did I hear that? Because you don't know. It's like, was I just falling asleep? And it was one of those, you know, your brain right. can also make those noises sometimes. Yes. You're like, yes. am I hearing that in my head or did that right. really just happen? Yeah. So oh my we God. left, yeah, we just left that for the, I told them like, did you guys hear that? And, you know, I know they had cameras set up, but I don't think nobody ever said anything like, holy cow, there oh. was a, there was a chair flying across. Well, I think so. that's true too, because when I stayed at the Cosmopolitan, we, the very first time, um, the one activity that really stood out to us was, um, we were sleeping and I woke yeah. up in the middle of the night and I heard someone walking across the floorboards, you know, yeah. it's an old place. So the floorboards are like perfect for creaking. And I'm like sitting there, I got, I sat up and was taking pictures with my cell phone. But then all of a sudden I was like, because you're like in bed yeah, yeah. and you're not really prepared. And I'm like, what, what if, what am I doing? Like, it was like yeah. in a, in a fearful way, you know, it was like, oh my God, I'm taking pictures yeah. walking around, you know? Yeah. Mm -mm. So Yeah. The, the whole, you know, it, the whole staying at these locations, you know, I guess when it's one thing, when you're you're investigating and it's all night and you're, you're, you're aware of that. I mean, that's what you're doing. It's the right. activity you've chosen to do at that moment. Yes. So you're, you're looking for it, but I think that right. moment you're settling in and, you know, and, and it's not the same, like it is in your house when you go to sleep, kind of like you, when you're like, I, this was happening, but I was like, eh. right. <laughs> I'm tired. I don't, yeah. yeah. I just, I'm not going to get up. I mean, now you're out of your element, you know? And, yeah. And um, there was a couple of things when I was in Sedona in our room and those were blackout, window covering so when it was dark it was dark and there yeah. were things that i i shadow once and i was just like mm. <laughs> don't bother like, me i'm sleeping <laughs> yeah you just do your thing it's fine <laughs> well because we you know we must have mentioned the word skinwalker which my oh. kids hate when i say that you know they're like don't say that word out loud so you know we mentioned that a couple times and yeah maybe we conjured something up. i don't know i don't know I didn't, I, but I'm here. I'm here today talking. So everything was fine. Yeah. Um, and our last, our last investigator we reached out to was Mr. Rick McKellum of the Hollywood ghost hunters. And um, he's so funny. He didn't answer my questions quite the way I asked him. So I just let him at it. 
<laughs> um, I said, what location have you investigated in the United States that is your favorite? And he said the birdcage and tombstone, which would be awesome. He said he's been there twice. I've had direct answers to questions when I am the only one there. And yes, I would love to own it. So he just took care of all five questions. He's oh, like, awesome. I love that. Yeah. Um, and then he went on to say also that the LAPD museum is very active. Uh, the North Hollywood shootout room is off the charts. Uh, the answers we get do the answers we get doing the Estes method with guests is downright chilling, uh, and I seem to have made friends with a spirit named Walter. Oh. Maybe Walter and Clark could become friends. I feel like right. those names go yeah. kind of together. Yeah. Um, and he said I had someone blow on my arm really hard. Attention getter <laughs> for sure. Um, so that's kind of interesting. So I'm a so so the LAPD museum. And the North Hollywood shootout room are two different locations, I'm assuming. Uh, I I'm think going... that might be inside it. Okay. I don't know. I don't know anything about these the, the California locations, unfortunately. I need to go that one. Does he run ghost hunts at that? Um, I feel like he's there a lot. So I think you need I'm to reach out to, to, to yeah. Rick. Yeah. And see if, if you can. He'll take a blonde. Yeah. Well, he'll take a blonde. He'll be super excited <laughs> if you reach out. He'll take a blind. Um, he also said, I believe most of the LAPD museum is intelligent. Some residual energy too. The birdcage was 100% intelligent. Wow. And if I own those places, I would definitely have people investigate it. My first invite would be to the blonde. <laughs> yes. He knows how to butter us up. And Rick, we would take you up on that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. The like birdcage. I would love to go to that because yeah. I had that recording with um, Wyatt Earp. Yeah. Yeah. I need to go there. See, I mean, I, yeah. And, you know, I think, yeah, I think it's time that, you know, you got to hook up with Rick out there. You know, as soon as I can make a, a trip a little bit more West here, like I would do my best to get together with you guys. But like, if he can get you into that LAPD museum, he does yeah. have a picture there. Um, it's, it looks really cool. It'd be interesting. Yeah. I know nothing about it. I just feel like I have seen him do, a handful of events there. I feel like yeah. he's been there several times. So he must have an easy, he's Rick. How does he right. get into these locations? Right. right. Who wouldn't want him? He's awesome. Who wouldn't <laughs> want Rick? I mean, come on. So those are our, our investigators that we, and past guests that we were like, Hey, would you guys help us out? And, um, you know, I think there's lots to consider again. I mean, I do know the Ma Barker house from Chris because that is just, that's Chris's place. Um, yeah. And I did know about the grand old lady, but like some of these locations, like I just, I, you would think, I guess we just hear about the same ones over yeah, and over again. So it is very interesting when you can ask them, you know, it's not your Waverly Hills or your, I'm trying to think of something, you know, even the Stanley Whaley Hotel. house. Yeah. The Whaley house, you know, these are, these are very common and there's nothing wrong right. with them. This is not a criticism. These are just locations well that known. we hear lots yeah. about. They're very well known. And so it's interesting that those actually didn't come up. And I respect these investigators very much. I think they do good work. I think they're all very unique and different in the way that right. they investigate. Um, yeah. I think they're very respectful in their theories and their thoughts, and they're very open and, you know, ready to share with anybody who asks. So, you know, everybody we reached out to, I, I love them each in such different ways. And, yeah. and you know, I, I hope that there are little pieces from each of them that, you know, um, I probably couldn't really do what Brett Carson's does. Yeah, ride a motorcycle. Well, yeah, but I don't think I got the medium thing down. So, um, but you know, I think, you know, because he kind of is—he's definitely different than 
the other investigators that we, you know, had here right. on these yeah. slides, you know, he has that extra added little um, tool that he can yeah. use. Um, but it is very interesting, like just sort of, I don't know, they each yeah. just kind of get their unique. Well, every um, one of them, I'm thinking about the videos that I watch of them and they are mm -hmm. all mm -hmm. so different. They're not cookie cutter, like mm -hmm. some, you mm -hmm. know, because they're not, they're doing their own thing. They have their mm -hmm. own channels. And yep. so you get more, it feels more real and authentic yep. and you get real good, you know, interaction that way. I think when it's yeah. just scripted all the time, yeah. I know people won't like that word scripted, but you know what I mean? You're, yeah. you're being controlled by someone editing what you do. Yeah. You, you lose some of that. So, well, and let's be honest, you know, sometimes as investigators, especially if you're starting out, you might be emulating somebody out there that is on maybe more of a paranormal celebrity level. And I think that the, the investigators and really all our guests have been amazing and unique in their own ways, which, you know, I have, there isn't one guest that I, I just, they're all amazing and fun to yeah, talk to, I agree. but I, you know, the ones that we reached out here to answer these questions. Um, I think what I love about it is, you know, it's, it's like you said, they're just, you know, we hear this term in paranormal, or at least I've been hearing it a lot lately. Kind of the new thing is boots on the ground. These are boots yeah. on the ground investigators. This is the new term. Yeah. Um, and, but, they truly are, um, you know, from Brett Carson's being the haunted medium to Dr. Molnar being the haunted MD to, yeah. you know, you've got Rob Stackowitz, who's doing um, these amazing uh, haunted events. And, and, you know, if you get an opportunity, you know, um, I, I'm going to have one myself here in August to work with Get Haunted at an event just to see exactly it, it's not what you think. It's not a typical tour. Um, and you can go to his page and read what to what you're going to get from this experience. And it's about working with you, not in front of you. That's kind of their term. We don't work in front of you. Oh, I love we're, that. We yeah. work beside you. So, yeah. you know, so you've got his and then Miranda, she's just an anomaly. I mean, that chick. She's just amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like she can sleep alone in a jail. I, yeah. Know, yeah. I, I witnessed it at post town where she's like, I just got to close my eyes. And she went into the nurse's office back to the door. It's like, I know, why that, that's the part that scared the me the most. I couldn't do that. <laughs> it's like, what are you thinking? You must be facing the door. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you got her and then, you know, Chris and Jen of, of soul sisters. I mean, these two women, you know, just have so much integrity and they're just so wicked smart and, yeah, you know, history, love... I've learned so much yeah. from Chris. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that's first and foremost, right? Like you're mm -hmm. going to get the history and yeah. um, they're not overreactive and they're very, right. they're, they're, and they're sisters and they work really, they're yeah. friends, you know, yeah, I they, love that. Yeah. They work really, really well together. And, you know, you got Rick who is just this great guy and he's yeah. so gregarious and fun. And so, you know, you just, every single person, you know, just kind of has this unique glow. And I think it is just kind of fun. I mean, you know, I don't know if it really gets boring talking to any of them. No, actually, the more that we talk about, the more excited I am about everybody, yeah. because I realize how we're all doing the same thing, but so differently. So different. Yeah. And it's, it's actually really amazing. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you know, I think this is maybe where, you know, when you get out there and you're investigating, you know, sometimes you do need to have those little boundaries of okay, what, what am I going to do here? Right. And I think that when you start watching and, and all these people, um, minus get haunted, they don't really have a channel that you can watch videos on, but right. we're, we're hoping to change a little bit of that soon yeah. to, get, to get you guys a little insight into what a get haunted event is. But, yeah. um, 
you know, when you watch their channels and what they do, you know, it, it is about your personal experience and they make it so personal. And, and yet it, you know, like I can watch, they're all so different, but you're, you're like every one of them, you're just like, okay, yeah, you know, but it's different, you know, than this. And then I don't know, like maybe I thought certain experiments or evidence would be kind of like, I don't know, but they all make me really look at it very differently. Yeah. Well, that's another thing too, is seeing people from different backgrounds and different approaches. And when they come up with a a theory and it might be Mm -hmm. something that I've thought of, but like a little bit differently. Yeah. And sometimes it puts the pieces together. That's the one thing I love about doing the show is that people have put pieces together for me. Like I have a question and it gets answered and I can build on that. And it's amazing, you know? Well, and I, it is definitely one thing that I've loved about Paranormally Blonde is, you know, we sort of went from a different mindset from our first show, which was fun and in lighthearted to, um, you know, when, when we decided we wanted to continue on and do this, you know, I love that you were like, you know what, I kind of want to look at this a little more serious. We still have our fun. We're not, we're not. We're, we're not, always we fun. <laughs> yeah, we don't take ourselves that serious, but it, it but it, to look at this stuff, you know, this show has probably opened me up the most. You know, I've definitely, um, I'm able to take in information a little bit different and, yeah. you know, sort of file it through my little, you know, it kind of goes through a different filter instead of like, yes, no, you know, yeah, right. now it's like, that's interesting. That's a good way to look at it. And, and really, yeah. When you think of a lot of our guests, anything that we've thrown at them, I think they've all been really open to be like, you know, okay. Like, right. They continue the conversation and that's what we've always wanted. Like, continue. Yeah. I hope that we have inspired through our questions a deeper thought for them as well. You know, that'd be interesting. Maybe you guys can let us know. (laughs) (laughs) We'd like to know. Do the blondes give you deeper thoughts? I don't know. Let us know. (laughs) Keep them clean, but right. You know, do you, do we, you know, you got to put it out there. You got to, you know, it shouldn't just be, especially the, the more you get into it, right? Like each year, DD, you click off on doing paranormal. Like, you know, you, you do, you kind of go through these weird, it is a, it is a cycle. And, yeah. and I don't know that that cycle ever ends. And then it kind of feels new again. And then you kind of get yeah. old and then you're like, wait yeah. a minute, it's new again. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Something new pulls you back. Yeah. Yep every time. So yeah, when you find investigators like this and guests like this, you know, I think that's, that's the fun part of, of this whole, this whole project is just, you know, it, I think we've been really fortunate to pull people from a lot. We haven't even checked all the corners yet. Right. But (laughs) we've pulled a lot of people from a lot of different corners and, um, you know, it, it, yeah, paranormal is not, life is not one size fits all. I don't think death is either. (laughs) <laughs> well, then that goes down to the perception too. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's interesting that everyone seemed to feel that they had both in, intelligent mm-hmm. and residual. Yeah. Which kind of goes with my theory that maybe you could have a place that's just residual, like a bridge, like my whole Eiffel Tower thing where that you just jumping off the Eiffel Tower yeah. over and over again. Yeah. Maybe you could have where it's just residual, but, you know, and that's your imprint. But I think mm-hmm. once there's intelligent, I think that it should bring both. I mean, what do you think? I don't know anymore, but was it Wes? I think this 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 theory has been brought up a few times, right? And I feel like Wes might have touched on it last week, uh-huh. which was right. There's no there's no time and location for them, 
right? There's right. no concept of that. that. That's all, that's all blurred once you have crossed over, right? So mm -hmm. my question is, I guess what the intelligent and the residual would be, okay, so when we go to these locations, and especially these locations that have the stories, like say the Eiffel Tower has several stories of people jumping, which is horrifying in itself. And, you know, when you're bringing that story back to life, do they does do those intelligent? Through? Yeah. Does it pull them through? Because, you know, I've been thinking a lot about some of these investigators that um, maybe they're not investigators. Well, they're investigators, but kind of do a lot more talking to the dead. Like they'll do something after a celebrity passes. Right. And it usually causes a controversy because it's too soon. Why would you reach yeah. out? Right. So in my head, I kind of usually have this thought like, no offense, but why would said celebrity right. go to that guy? Right. Like, yeah. Right. Just because you're asking questions. Right. <laughs> but right. is it that this story that you're putting out there sort of calls that consciousness? And and what's hard to, to conceptualize is that we have concept of time and space and they don't. So. Right. Or is it the whole thing? I know when I went to the King Tut exhibit where they had all the artifacts from yeah. King Tut, his whole thing was, is what they basically said was that you, you continue on in the afterlife as long as someone's speaking your name. You're oh. still alive okay. as long as your name is being spoken, which okay. always makes me sad because you think about people like maybe they didn't have any children or cousins and like right. they're the last one and they die and so your gravestone is yeah. your last opportunity for yeah. somebody to wander through the cemetery and, and your read name. your name. And that's why we did a whole debate on Haunted Hour about, you know, ghost hunting in, in cemeteries. But I feel like there are mm -hmm. people that have been there for a couple hundred years. They yep. may have no relatives or relatives have no idea they're even there. Mm -hmm. And so by you reading their their stone and speaking with them, are you pulling them back? Are you giving them yeah. some sort of life, you know? It, so I kind of like that idea of yeah. speaking the name. Yeah. And I often know. do that when we do our mini adventures, especially in Western New York, you know, there's a, they are just every, they're scattered throughout the roadside, these abandoned cemeteries. Yeah. And, and so we usually pull over and, and we walk through, I like to touch them. I like to say names out loud. And I didn't yeah. realize that was one of the theories, but you just kind of feel like, you know, sometimes we'll walk through and just go, you're you're loved. You're, you right. were here. I mean, these people were here, they were yeah. here and now they're not. It's just, right. It's an interesting kind of, yeah, this whole paranormal and just your thought of your mortality and, and where do we go? And, and truly sometimes the story is what haunts us more than maybe the person. You right. Know? And yeah. so I, you know, I, I don't know what I think. I think that there are sometimes that I, I watch an investigator and I completely think, yes, it's, it's, the actual energy spirit. And then there are other yeah. times I watch investigators and think, no, you just love the story so much. You brought it to life. <laughs> just, oh, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I, you know, but I'm not there. And, yeah. you know, I only know my experiences and, and um, yeah, it's, it's, it's all interesting. And again, you know, reading these answers and, and, you know, you, you watch them and you hear their passion, you know, and then it just makes me go see, I don't, I, I love it once more and, yeah. and, uh, makes me want to get out there. And this definitely, yeah, me you know, too. it's, it's summertime folks, we're getting there. So it's time to travel. And, uh, I hope you share your, your locations with us and let us know what you got. I did put a question out there just FYI with the state of the economy. 
Yeah. Does it affect your summer investigation plans? I'm curious if, if, you know, with the price of gas and the price of food, I mean, it affects everybody. Nobody's safe from that. This hurts yeah. everybody. And yeah. so um, it's not a political statement. This is just fact. And so yeah. now that it's summer, what do you do? Do you, do you say one, one investigation for the summer and we're going to make it a good one? Or do you keep it closer to home? So right. you're not adding... Well like when I went on, when we went to Las Vegas, I always try to put it all together. So like yeah. we did everything we could. We went to see the petroglyphs. We went to the Honda Museum. And on the mm -hmm. way back to California, we stopped at the old town, okay. ghost town, because then I was able to like, it was one tank of yeah. gas. It was one yep. swoop, you know, so I'll that's do it right. like that. But I also try to just find places that's free or like, low cost like yeah. people don't like you don't have to get your own location no. you can like i went to the um the march air force air museum and yep. they let me do any investigating i wanted they let me use my video and yeah. so and i was able to do a parent i was still doing a full paranormal investigation with their like input because they run the yeah. place so yeah i mean and that was only 40 dollars a piece so there yeah. are and that was close to home so everybody yeah. has something close to home that maybe is 40 bucks, you know, and so it's to your point, right. You just need to be a little more creative perhaps in looking into these locations and asking the questions because yeah. maybe you wouldn't have known that they would allow you to investigate. Right. You know? Yeah. And so I'm just curious, you know, does it affect, does it not? Will, will it, will we see more or less out there this summer? I don't know. I'm, I'm it would hurt the location. so far most. Yeah. yeah it, it will hurt the locations and, yeah. and everything else around them as we looked at, Dr. Sumner's right. you know, paranormal tourism um, pre presentation, you know, the reality is, is that affects everybody that affects restaurants, yep. gas stations, rest, you know, uh, yeah. hotels, hotels, uh, gift yeah. shops. Yeah. I mean, everything gets touched by that. So, Ugh, yeah. um, so far the answers have been rolling in as no, not. Yeah. I saw right that. Now. <laughs> I was actually shocked, but it's also the beginning. You know, right. you almost yeah. have to like, see when you get back out there and do those locations and then go, wow. Okay. Gas was like, Three times the amount that it normally would cost, right? Like yeah. maybe you got to do it once or twice before you're like, that, that hurt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, yeah, good to know. So great slides. Great job, Didi. Yeah. Thank you, you for, too. for help and doing this. This was a lot of fun. And thank you to each of our investigators that were so kind to oblige us and answer yeah. our questions. Um, they did it quick and timely and yeah. gave us great pictures and nobody thought just Rick. Just Rick answering the way Rick wants, and that's okay. <laughs> I, I give that one to Rick McCallum. He can answer any way he wants. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, this is our recorded episode for Memorial Day. So, happy Memorial Day, everybody. Um, I hope this is the beginning of a beautiful summer for everybody. And uh, what else do we got going on? We've got some guests already lined up for yeah. June. Yeah. Who do we have lined up? Um, Nicole Beauchamp, I think I'm saying her name correctly. She's an author and a paranormal person, uh, right here in Michigan. She's done a book called Haunted Bay City and now a haunted, I think she's working on Haunted Detroit. Oh. Um, so she, she's very, she's a younger girl. So I'm excited to talk to her and she's right here in Michigan. So that's always awesome. fun. Yeah. Um, and then we have Mr. Rick McCallum, Hollywood ghost hunter coming with us as well. And then possibly a couple fun little treats for you guys as I will yeah. be off doing a little bit of traveling and uh, working on a couple ideas here. If I can get them worked out logistically, then we'll have some surprises for you. But uh, yeah. that's June and uh, it's the blonde's birthday month. Yes. So <laughs> everybody needs to watch for little goodies that we throw in there for the blonde's birthday month. Dee, Dee starts the birthday month off and I yeah. end it. 
<laughs> so yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of a cool little balance. June is the blonde. So, yeah. yep. So that's the show for this week and we will see you live. Yes. Monday. <laughs> so thanks for joining us and please hit up paranormally blondes channel. If you haven't subscribed and also the yeah. uh, UNX network channel. All right. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.